In this episode, we're going to be talking about one of my favorite tools that I use with my clients, and that is human design. And I bring in various tools that can support my clients' growth because I want to empower my clients. I want to make them feel like they can take charge of their own life. And human design is one element, just one single tiny element that adds, that connects the pieces of the puzzle together to allow the people I work with to truly understand who they are. Because when you know yourself, when you know who you are, when you know what your strengths, what your weaknesses, what your shadows are, what are your gifts, what are the things that block you, then you can truly, truly create the impact that you're looking for. Not only do I use this in my one-on-one sessions with my clients, but I bring this to teams that I work with where I do leadership training because when the team members can see each other's human design alignment, then they can support each other to grow and in turn, the company grows. In turn, the organization grows. So stay tuned for this episode. And by the way, this is the first part of many parts on human design because I'm really breaking it down into bite-sized pieces so you can absorb this information completely. So stay tuned. You are listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. This podcast is for you if you are ready to tap into your inner wisdom, unlock your personal success, and evolve your life and business. I am your host, Padma Ali, and I'm well known in the space of neuropsychology and energy healing. I help evolved entrepreneurs and high-performance leaders like you Remove the invisible barriers that you cannot see that are keeping you stuck from transforming your life. As we journey together, you will quickly discover that the only way to create your vibrant life and reach new levels of success is to go within. There's no better time to discover the gifts of your inner wisdom than right now. Welcome to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Human of the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast. I was about to say human design because that's been on my mind. And in today's episode, this is part 1 of actually part 6. I'm dividing it up into six part series on how you can use human design as a way to understand not only yourself, but also your team members, and also your employees, also the people that you work with, whether you're in a corporate environment, whether you run your own business, you can, or even with your family members, because human design is a unique blueprint that shows you who you are and we'll be diving into that but today i wanted to share with you why human design is an important is an valuable 
tool to use. And I want to start with the caveat that everything is just a template. Your astrological chart, your human design, you everything is just a template. At the end of the day, we are co-creators of our own life. No matter what the stars say, the planets say, who cares, right? It does not matter. No matter what your human design says, it does not matter. You are the co-creator of your life. So use this information more to just understand Get a glimpse of who you are. Because when I have, I don't do, I am not a human design person. <laughs> that is not what I, what I do. I use human design as a tool when I work with my clients and the companies that I work with to show them a glimpse of who they are, which means understanding their strengths, understanding their shadows, and understanding your true purpose. Because that's what human design does. And so you will hear, if you have heard other human design podcasts or you've read about it, this episode, these episodes are going to be very different because I'm going to show you how you can apply this to your own life to really understand who you are. So I'm not coming in as the quote unquote human design expert on this, on these topics, but I'm coming here to show you how I use this with my clients, which means in turn, you can use it on yourself. So if you are ready, here's the first thing to do. If you know your human design chart, great, pull it up and we can walk together with it. If not, this is an opportunity. Pause this episode. And by the way, please share this with your with with people in your life, whether it's your teams, whether it is your friends and family, because this is such a valuable nugget. So much of our life is spent sleepwalking. So much of our life is spent in just doing what we think we are here to do. So much of our life is spent doing what others expect you to do. Human design is going to show you who are you, who is, why did Padma take on the form of Padma in this lifetime? Why did Susan, why did John, why did um, Ariel take on the form of that particular name in this lifetime? Because there's more to you than this 3D form that you are in. And that is one of the aspects that human design brings to you. Now, why is this important? Knowing yourself is the most important important thing you can do for yourself because when you know who you are, you can bring that element to the world, to the people you serve, to your family. Because when you are sleepwalking, when you are consumed by your blind spots, you're going to not bring your truest element into your life. So if you are ready, go up, go and look up your human design. You can go to Jovian Archive, which is J-O-V-I-A-N Archive. That is a human design site that you just input your time of birth, date of birth, and place of birth. The more accurate your, your information is, the more accurate the design will be. This is no different than your astrological chart. So what human design does, so go ahead and pull up your chart just so that you know what you are. And in this episode, I'm just going to give you a, uh, just an overview of what, what human design is 
and how you can use it in your own life. Okay. So the first step, get your chart ready. And if you don't know your time of birth, that is what most people struggle with. You can input the same information um, with your just changing the time of birth to like morning, afternoon and evening. It may change. It may not change. For some people, it has a drastic change. And so you'll have to see which one resonates for you the most. And we can take it from there. Jovian Archive is a good place to start this from. I will give you some resources for books that you can see. And the internet is an amazing place these days. You have so much information available to you at your doorstep, many for free, which is just an incredible time of the Uh, in the planetary evolution we are living in but it can also be overwhelming and there's also a lot of misinformation this is where you use your intuition to see what information feels right to you so once you pull up your chart you will see that it just looks like a bunch of squares and rectangles and triangles not rectangles triangles and um, it just it just and the colors and not colors and numbers it just looks like If you don't know how to read your human design, it can look like an alien language. And in many ways it is because it was downloaded by this, uh, by this person, this information about human design. So what human design is, is that it combines a bunch of ancient wisdom from the chakra system to I Ching to the astrological chart it combines a lot of these things and shows you who you are and this is where you use your intuition if it's calling out to you if you're curious about it follow that trail because that's how i got into human design when i first found out about it i was like oh my god i need to learn more about this because this is so helpful not only for me but for my family, how I parent has changed and also how I, sh- how I use this information with my clients has changed because now I know exactly how to talk to certain clients because of their specific human design. I know what will work for them based on their specific human design. Now, there are many, many, many nuances to the human design reading. What I mean by that is your human design is your unique blueprint, is your unique thumbprint. There's no one on this plane of continuum that has your unique signature and there will never be another person of the same signature. That is the uniqueness of human design. And you'll be surprised even twins, like identical twins, have differences in their chart. So, because each person is different, we come here being very unique and most of our life, this is what I see, this is what causes suffering, is that people spend most of their life trying to conform, trying to fit in, trying to be like other people when you are not meant to be. So this is how I use human design for with my for my work and also in my personal life. So what we're going to do right now is I'm going to share with you the different types of human design and what is human design in the first place. 
So the way I look at human design, this is my version, this is my understanding, okay? I invite you to do your own research, look it up, follow the trails, do whatever you need to do. The way I see human design is it is supporting the way we are naturally meant to live as a collective. So if you look at a beehive, each bee has its own purpose, has its own function that allows the beehive to be to, to function effectively. And that is in effect what human design teaches us. However, we are not living that as a society, as a collective. Our, our collective is still very young, if I might call it that. It is still unevolved and it's still very self Focused. I am not saying you, you have to be Mother Teresa or be a philanthropist, but we have to take into account, are we honoring the collective? Are we honoring our planet, the Mother Earth that we are walking on her every single day? Are we honoring the life-giving sun? Do we honor, do we have gratitude for water? Do we have gratitude for the elements? Because without that, we won't be able to live and function. But we live as though we are just, we are, we are, we live as though we are the only people living on this planet. Consume, 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 consume. How can I get more? How can I get more? Most people are living that way. If you are not in that bracket, kudos to you because you have already stepped out of that the out of that piece so as a collective what human design teaches us is like we each of us have a function and in human design there are four specific types and under this one type which has two different categories to it the first one is called a manifester the second one is called a generator and under generators come manifesting generators, which are a combination of manifestors and generators. And then there's the projector and then there is the reflector. Now I'm going to show you how it connects with the beehive example that I pulled up <clears throat> from my brain. So in a beehive, we have the queen bee and we have the worker bees and and I'm going, to, I'm going to put a variation into the beehive colony because I, I, I have, I'm not a bee, so I don't exactly know how they live. But I'm going to also put in the category of the wise elders in the beehive colony who are like, okay, you can go do this. Go look for, um, for nectar in this particular place. I'm making this stuff up, as you can tell. But I'm, going to, I'm showing that because I want you to see as a collective how you can apply human design to us as a society. So the manifester, the manifester energy is the manifestors are only 9% of the entire population. So they're very rare. And I look at manifestors as the ships that break the iceberg. They are here to make, make things happen. They literally are here to break the iceberg. They're the ships that break the iceberg so that it paves the path for others to come. Now think about you as a, if you are a manifester 
And that is your function, which is just to break the iceberg and then let the ships that come behind you do the work so you can go break more icebergs, right? So if you are that ship, and all your life you've been told that there's something wrong with you because you're aggressive or you are just a go-getter. You don't care about anything else. You don't finish things. These are the things you've been told, right? If you are that, imagine what would happen. So in a beehive colony, a manifester would be the queen bee who's like, I'm here to make things happen. I'm going to go do my thing and find a nice spot for us to make this colony. Okay, that is a manifester energy. Manifestors are here to make things happen. So in other words, they are like the, the people who start the fire. And on the surface, it may feel like, oh my God, like, you know, it might feel like they are burning things down, but there's a purpose for them. Some famous manifestors are Donald Trump, And again, I don't care what camp you are in. This is not a political podcast. I'm not going to talk about politics. But there are amazing changes that have come because of what he has brought to society, right? You can call them good, bad, whatever, right? Like, But that there is an element of that. So that is one example. I'm using famous examples because you can see their personalities. Other examples are Jennifer Aniston, Al Gore, Neil Armstrong, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh my God, I can't even speak this morning. Liv Taylor. So you can see, right? These energies are very strong energies and their job is to make things happen. So... On, and, and manifestors are very interesting because either you love them or you literally hate them. <laughs> so, and that's their, they polarize people. And when they polarize people, that is how they make change happen. So if you're a manifester, good for you. Go live your design. Look it up because that will tell you more about are you trying to still fit in or are you living your life? Okay, so that is the manifester. The second one is the generator. The generators are those people who are here to make things function. They are literally like the generators. Without the generators, you will not be able to, everything that you see around you is a result of the generators. The manifestors are like, let's go make this happen. The generators actually put this to work. Okay, there are a lot of nuances which I'll be going into under each type, but I wanted to just give you a short sense of what are what is human design and how can you apply it. And we haven't yet talked about the application right now. I just want to give you an overview. Maybe it's going to be a seven-part episode, a seven-part series. I don't know. So generators are the kind of people who will make things happen from functionally, meaning they will, like the gadgets you're sitting with or the devices that you're using, all are created by generators. And their, their function is to, is to do the tasks so that the life can function really well. They're very, very, very gifted. And they also have this drive to make things happen. 
Manifesting generators are also, they're, they're part of generators, and generators and manifesting generators together make up, I think, around 70% of the population. Okay, so they're majority of the population and they have this ability to go, 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 go. So in a in a bee colony, they would be the worker bees without the generators and the manifesting generators. Nothing will get done. So glad to have manifesting generators and generators in the arena. And some famous manifestors are sorry, I meant generators are Beethoven. Muhammad Ali, Bill Clinton, Madonna, Oprah, they're all generators. And some famous manifesting generators are George Lucas, Mother Teresa, Jimi Hendrix, Paris Hilton. They're all manifesting generators. And I'll go into more nuances of manifesting generators and how they're different from generators in a very separate episodes on manifesting generators. But for right now, I want you to really get the concept. There's so many nuances in human design. It's very complicated and complex. But when you understand it, it'll really make a big difference. And so I want you to stay tuned with, to all the episodes on each of the categories, even if you are not one of them, because in your life, you're going to encounter all of these types of people. All right. The next category are projectors. I am a projector. Projectors are around 18% of the population. So they're pretty, you know, they're pretty small as well. Now, projectors would be the vice elders in the bee colony. They're here to guide. They're here. They're seers. They are, they are, they can have, they have the gift of vision. They can see further beyond what you can, what's happening in the current times. So the, so they, they have the gift of, of seeing forward. And again, with projectors, they, you know, like if you have a projector child, my, I have, my daughter is a projector and I, in our family, like I'm a projector, my daughter's a projector, my son and my husband are both generators. So it's like a wild combination because <laughs> projectors generally, like you can see it, I can see it in my daughter and I assume that's how I was. They're like, she dictates. She's like, well, she'll come into a room and she'll be like, you do this and you do that. And they, that person does that. Now, if you don't have the awareness, right, it can rub someone the wrong way. They'll be like, who are you to tell me what to do? And I find myself getting into that space with her sometimes, because even though she's so little from day one, she's been like, I know what I want. I'm going to go do it. And you can either get on board or you don't. And that energy can rub people the wrong way. So there's a strategy for how to operate it as each of these categories, which I will go into under each of the categories where we dive into each of them and how you use it in business and in your career. Okay. So, so as a projector, again, if you have a projector child, watch for that. So they like to be, oh, actually, I'm not going to go into that right now. So Projectors are, again, small percentage of the population, and some famous projectors are Princess Diana, and they have a charisma to them, right? Like people, people actually gravitate towards them. This um, Princess Diana was a projector, and I think, let me, let me hold on one second. I'm going to go look up some famous projectors. Oh, yeah, Barack Obama, 
Mick Jagger, JFK, Pablo Picasso, Brad Pitt, Tony Blair. You can see, right? Like there are Queen Elizabeth too was also a projector. Steven Spielberg is, uh, is a famous projector. So the reason I'm giving you these examples is so that you can get a sense of flavor of these types of people who are under each of these categories, right? Now, the last one of the category is called reflectors. Reflectors are so unique, they're only 1% of the population. Isn't that interesting? Isn't that amazing? And the job of reflectors is literally to reflect back. And what that means is they are here to show you how what is happening as a collective. They are more the people in the audience who, when you look at them, they're looking at you. They're reflecting back what they're seeing. So reflectors are like, um, you know, they're very, they're like the beautiful flowers. Like that's, that's my sense of them. They're so beautiful. And if you don't take care of your environment, the flower will wither away. And that's exactly what happens to reflectors. They're always looking, they're reflecting back what is happening in the environment. Some famous reflectors are Teal Swan, Sandra Bullock, Hedgie Wells, Rosalind Carter. So you can see, right? Like they, again, serve a very important purpose. And the purpose is to reflect back the health and the well-being of what is in their environment. So that is the different types. Now, there are some more aspects to human design, just as an overview. Um, let me come back to it in another episode because I want you to just chew on who you are in this episode. And let me do another episode on the other aspects that make up a human design. And then we'll dive into each of these categories. Thank you for listening to the Create Your Vibrant Life podcast today. If you have gotten value from today's episode, I invite you to share it with your friends and colleagues. If you would like to further connect, you may follow me on Instagram at Padma Ali and LinkedIn. Of course, you may also visit me at PadmaAli.com to get more information on how we can work together. Thank you so much for being here.